0: michelle from toronto canada and i love solomon's beyond religion podcast check it out hi my name is mamifua i listen to beyond religion for my weekly dose of inspiration and biblical knowledge hello everybody this is Party here yes i know i've been away for a very long time um, i got married traveled to the moon and then I'm just taking a break from the moon to address a very sensitive matter. Uh, let me call it a challenge facing the church currently. All right, so um, let me not go so much into what I did while I was away. All right, let's just go straight to the point. All right, so um, lately, the church has been facing some challenge from skeptics. All right, I mean, this challenge has been there. It has been there for a very long time. But in our, um, let me say, current christian world they're having some challenges people are asking questions and they're attacking the core belief of our faith and i find the approach quite lazy all right because basically they they do a lazy work trying to um disprove christianity or disprove god all right so um, i'm just trying to address this sensitive matter and let's call it maybe an advice okay So the topic of discussion for today is um, lazy skepticism and intellectual dishonesty. Let me take that again. Lazy skepticism and intellectual dishonesty. Um, Let me leave you briefly to take a sip of water because this can really dehydrate. This entire speaking process really dehydrates me. So I'll be back in some few seconds. All right. Stay tuned. Hello. I'm Sarah Nakwa Akwa and I love Solomon's Beyond Religion podcast. Alright, so I'm back. So we're dealing with lazy skepticism and intellectual dishonesty. Um, People have presuppositions and when they come across an idea or philosophy that confirms their presuppositions, they endorse it as truth without a critical study of the available data, information or evidence. We have the tendency to quickly believe or accept a thing as truth or fact without engaging objective reasoning to verify. This is what psychologists refer to as motivated reasoning and or confirmation bias. Alright, motivated reasoning or confirmation bias. Motivated reasoning refers to any type of bias reasoning to reach a conclusion that one desires to be true. All right? Whilst confirmation bias refers to the biases toward believing and seeking evidence supporting prior viewpoints. I hope that is clear. In the context of religion, specifically, um, let's stick to Christianity, all right? that's suppose that's my faith, Christianity. These cognitive biases can be seen at play when skeptics argue against the existence of God, the inerrancy and infallibility of the canon of scripture. And the historicity of jesus christ they suggest the big bang theory as a logical remedy to the belief that a personal creator god spoke the universe into being they also argue that a book full of violence prejudice injustice contradictions and discrepancies cannot be considered inherent or infallible that's that's quite a sound argument all right but more extensively, they make a case that the bible was collated as a system a systematic tool for mind control and that's a huge accusation they also posted that a perfect and good god cannot create an evil world i mean some also reject all historical evidence and archaeological proof supporting the birth death resurrection and ascension of jesus christ if it is a logical impossibility all right that a personal creator god with supreme intelligence created the universe How does the belief that the universe was created out of a Big Bang remedy this error? I mean, who caused the Big Bang? How did it happen? When did it happen? Where did it occur? And how did the universe and everything in the universe with, with its accuracy and order, how did all this come from the Big Bang? I mean, somebody has to explain this. It is easy to accept the Big Bang theory because of belief bias. That is the tendency to accept arguments that align with one's pre-existing beliefs, even if those arguments are weak, invalid, untested, or unsound. But it is also easy to accept the Creator God theory for the same reasons. So what exactly is my point here? Well, this, this is the point I'm trying to make. Christianity, as we know it, is primarily experiential, meaning the belief of adherence is based on their experiences not just their experiences but primarily okay experience is a major source of the christian faith so if adherents believe in the personal god or the inerrancy and infallibility of scripture or the person of jesus christ it is because they have had a certain degree of experience within the parameters allowable within the faith that confirms this belief Their belief may be a persistent one, but the experience confirms it. In this context, experience is the major source of evidence or proof, and any method of inquiry that disregards this element is incapable of objectivity. The implication of this phenomenon is that the burden of proof now lies with the skeptic who accuses a Christian adherent of delusional disorder or psychosis. The skeptic is now faced with a dilemma because he has two unfavorable options to choose from. One, the option to disprove the existence of God, the inerrancy and infallibility of the Bible, and the historicity of Jesus Christ by subjecting himself to a painful and critical study of the evidence Christianity provides using both the scientific method of inquiry and the theological method in the absence of presuppositions and bias and within the parameters permitted by faith. That's a big compromise, right? But that's, that's the first option. The second option is to encounter the Christian experience in its entirety in order to gain sufficient information and experience to disprove or accept its claims. The problem is that both options are mutually inclusive. Whatever the option is, the need to experience a Christian faith is inevitable as far as the skeptic seeks to arrive at a comprehensive and coherent understanding of the Christian worldview, life and experience in the absence of cognitive bias. It is not an easy task to disprove the existence of a personal God. The scientific method can neither prove nor disprove the existence of a personal God. So the scientific method is out of the question. For consecutive, sorry, conservative skeptics, this fact leads them into agnosticism. And for extreme skeptics, they embrace atheism, for those who have had an experience on a flawed understanding, they become apostates because of a dissonance between what they believed to be true, Okay, their experiences, and the proper interpretation of scripture. And so science presented evidence that the earth is round. We believed it was flat. Later another scientific evidence posted that the earth is round. Yet another scientific investigation provided evidence that the earth is spherical. The most recent evidence suggests that the Earth is a shape of a spheroid or ellipsoid. I mean, we keep going. However, even an ellipsoid does not adequately describe the Earth's unique and ever changing shape. So, you see, scientific facts are not permanent. Maybe permanent is too strong a word, but what I mean to say is that in this context, scientific facts are not independent of change, all right? As science matures, Its discoveries are refined, so scientific facts are not immune to change. Do we even know if our current knowledge of the universe will remain unchanged forever? Even with the scientific method, findings are refined in the face of new discoveries. Why then do we approach the criticism of Christian claims with slothful attitudes and armchair theorizing? A sure way to develop a comprehensive understanding of the Christian worldview is to engage in the theological enterprise and experience the Christian faith. Those that seek to find truth genuinely must be willing to embrace objectivity. To verify the shape of the earth, you either ask a space scientist, study a related scientific discipline, or fly to space. Similarly, to verify the claims of Christianity, you either ask a Christian theologian, study the Christian theology, or experience the Christian faith in its entirety. You don't inquire from an agnostic and an atheist or an apostate of what the Christian faith is and how true it is. If you want to know how true the Christian faith is, the most obvious way is to study about it objectively and experience it. Don't be lazy about it. If you want to disprove Christianity, I mean, do the hard work, go through the pain, be critical and objectively critical, genuinely critical. All right, so that's what I have for you. Um, briefly, uh, I just currently created an account on buy me coffee and then medium. So you can support my podcast and my articles on buy me coffee for a minimum of $5. All right. So you can just support me there and help me to be able to do, I mean, provide good content and then share good knowledge with you. All right. So, um, if, if you want to take a listen to my podcast, I think I have my links in the anchor, my anchor profile. But you can find my podcast on Spotify at Beyond Rel- Solomon's Beyond Religion, Solomon's Beyond Religion, on Apple too, Solomon's Beyond Religion. I'm on Amazon, Solomon Beyond Religion, and then Google Podcasts, Solomon Beyond Religion. The podcast is also on all podcasting major podcasting platforms, so you can access it there. If you have any problem with what I said, all right, or you have any question that is bothering your mind, anything you need more clarity on you can send it to solomonparity.com or info.solomonparity.com. Yeah, rather send it to info.solomonparity.com. Info.solomonparity.com. Send any questions you have there and we will address it. You can check out my website to solomonparity.com and then you can see what I'm up to, what I'm doing in ministry, what I'm doing for, for, for the faith. All right, we are working on a project on a global mentorship, creating a global mentorship platform. So you can check it out. I mean, push your support in there. If you want to be part of it, reach me via info.solamonparity.com via email. And then let's connect and let's see how to make God proud and smile. Thank you. Stick and stay. Love you.